The whole challenge of Jesus' spirituality is coming to believe this one thing. As far as I understand Buddhism, which I don't understand very much of, so keep that in mind, Buddhism has something similar, that the whole challenge of it is coming to believe that you are nothing, that there is nothing that distinguishes you from anything else. And this life is an exercise in coming to know that, believe that, not just being able to comprehend the sentence, but having it permeate your body and permeate your actions and all of that. Well, for Jesus's spirituality, there's something similar. I maybe shouldn't uh, phrase it so universally, but um, the challenge of Jesus's spirituality is coming to believe one thing, and that is that this universe is a perfectly safe place to be. And that's a phrase that I get out of Dallas Willard's book, The Divine Conspiracy. Hey everybody, welcome to the Sanctus Forum. I am Michael Stewart Robb, right here, better known as Mike. And today I'm doing something which I have secretly started this year. I'm not quite sure how well I'm going to be able to complete it this year, but the conspiracy commentaries where we walk through Dallas Willard's The Divine Conspiracy one little section at a time and just talk about what I see there. Sorry, we can't talk about what you see there because this is kind of a one-way street, unfortunately. You can put comments on. I mean, that's something. But before we get into that, I do want to point out, I realize I haven't held this up for a long time. This is something to say, a comprehensive bibliography of Dallas Willard written by Michael Stewart Robb, um, me. And it's, it's, it is a bibliography. It's what it says on the can. And if you have read some of Dallas Willard's writings, you've maybe even listened to some things, this is what you want to have to know where to go next because I put it all in here at least as far as we know in 2022. That's when this was released. So what this does is this helps us fund an institute here in Europe called Sanctus, which the Sanctus Forum, these YouTube channel uh, stuff is a part of. And what you do is you give a donation of, um, of at least $25, maybe it's 25 euros, um, I'm not quite sure, over at sanctus.institute slash friends. And then we send you a copy of this for free. It's only for people that live in the United States and Europe, the free thing. Um, but if you live outside of that, some people have sent me an email and we've been able to work something out. So um, check that out. That really helps to support what we do here with the channel, as well as what we do with Sanctus in Europe. So look into becoming a friend of Sanctus, sanctus.institute slash friends, and getting a free book by helping us out. Um, chapter three. Chapter three, The Divine Conspiracy, and a section, new little section here on heaven, the heavens as the human environment. And the first section, the one we'll talk about today, is some advice on living. 
Now, there's not very much in this section. Um, most of it is a translation, a loose translation of Matthew 6. Um, it's barely a paragraph, um, two sentences. So not much there, but it has this big phrase, which I've already um, laid on you. Our universe is a perfectly safe place to be. Now, have you heard this? I, I hope you've heard this. I mean, if you, unless you're reading this book with me for the first time, you probably have. It's one of Dallas Willard's classic phrases. And I wonder if you've ever thought about where he gets this stuff from. And I know a little bit about that. Uh, fortunately, I don't quite, haven't quite pinpointed this one. It's somewhere sort of late 80s, early 90s that he develops it. Now, he was really um, quite a pastor, and he thought that um, if he could phrase things in a rather pithy way, he could sort of send them out to people. And even though they couldn't quite make sense of it by the time he was done speaking, that over time that would stay with them and that they could figure it out. I think he gets this from Jesus. So he would really work on phrases like this um, in order to get them just right so that um, he could use them in speaking or just in one-on-one -on -one conversations with, with people. And sometimes they were given to him. Sometimes he kind of since got them from the Holy Spirit um, and just thought, oh, yeah, I'm going to keep using that. Well, this is one of them. Um, and, and really, you have to imagine that Dallas was in a lot of counseling situations with people, whether they were students or people that he knew from his church or people that met him through speaking. And he was sitting with them, and they were really having a difficult time with life. And he was struggling to think about how he could communicate what Jesus would say about that situation and help people to believe in Jesus and believe in God. And this is one of the phrases that he um, came up with to, to tell people. And you can perhaps imagine the, the situation in which um, a person might be in who needs to hear a phrase like that. And one of his other phrases, which is very similar to that, is don't believe anything bad about God. Um, because he would meet people who, as you can imagine, were thinking very bad things about God. In, depending on their situation. And he would um, try to counsel them and say, well, don't, in this situation, don't think anything bad about God. You know, these are, these are pretty heavy um, things, especially when somebody's having a difficult time to have to deal with. Perfectly safe place to be. If, if life is difficult, um, it's hard to really um, to feel the sense of that. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't really strike one as immediately true. Um, but after he, in this section, walks through Matthew 6, uh, the first sentence of the next section, he says that, um, that this, this statement of Jesus can only be supported on a clear-eyed vision of a totally good and competent God who is right here with us to look after us. A totally good and competent God. Well, that's don't believe anything bad about God. That's, that's the idea. There's a theology behind this Matthew 6 passage about do not be anxious. Um, and so when you dig into this question of, of uh, where, where does this, our universe is a perfectly safe place to be, come from? Um, well, it, it, comes from, it comes from Jesus. Jesus taught this, says Dallas Willard. He taught this, where? In Matthew 6, with this 
don't don't worry don't there's there's nothing really to worry about in our universe but then dallas willard also says something really interesting here um in how he introduces this phrase he says jesus brings us the assurance that our universe is a perfectly safe place to be the very heart of his message as well as of his personality and actions is found in such well-known words so this message perfectly safe place to be is the is the heart of his total message as well as of his personality and actions so you got three things there heart of his message heart of his personality heart of his actions and the idea is what dallas is picking up on is that jesus didn't just teach this he also was this and acted this way it's something that you can see in the gospels now i don't know if you've heard dallas willard say this one before but he would ask people to reflect on one word that they would use to describe jesus and give people time to think as i'm giving to you now and you know what would that word be to describe him one word one word and uh, and eventually he comes out with the word relaxed jesus was relaxed and and i know what i've thought and felt when i first heard that um and it just seemed to be like yeah yeah jesus could really live that way really relaxed and uh, and you can perhaps think of some stories in the gospels which which display that relaxed um well think of relaxed as a way of talking about how jesus lived this Matthew 6 passage of do not be anxious. Don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about what you're going to eat or drink or what you're going to wear. Okay? That's that's relaxed. And I don't know, have you ever been around relaxed people, but um, it's just a way of, of carrying themselves. And can you imagine somebody who is relaxed because they believe in a totally good and competent God who is here to to care for us? Um, I've been around some people that are kind of like that. And, um, and, and I think at certain times in my life, I have displayed that. And I, I will just admit here um, that this is hard for me. I guess I go through phases of feeling like I have um, in, truly internalized what Jesus is saying here in Matthew 6. Um, and times when I think I don't, I don't really have it. I do have worry and anxiety and I am thinking about what's going to happen tomorrow and don't entirely look to a good and competent God. And things that help me with this, um, well, I'll just name one thing, um, is, is praying, praying for the things that actually worry me. And being concrete about that. So having a time in which I um, allow those kind of concerns, worries to come up. And, and really trying to think of what, what is it that would happen or could happen that would help me. Um, and, and writing that down and, and asking God for it. Praying for certain things and trusting through prayer in a good and competent God. Now... I think that's something I can say pretty universally to everybody in the world. Um, there are things that you're worried about. Pray to the God of Jesus about them. Um, you, yeah, pray. Ask, ask him for what you think you need, the good things that you need. 
and uh, and see what happens. Expect expect results. Well, uh, thanks for listening for. Um, reading this with me, um, going along with me. Um, do uh, like these videos with your finger. Um, subscribe, all that stuff. Uh, look up this book, Something to Say. If you haven't gotten one yet, make a donation. And um, I'll see you next time, whenever that actually is. Goodbye.